Welcome to Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion, pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. Are we supposed to talk like real close to the mic or how does that work? We do a sound check, which we're doing right now as you talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Testing, testing. You don't even have to lean in. Oh, no? Yeah, oh, really? You can just relax and we're good to go. Oh, good. that's a yeah. pretty good mic then. Yeah, it's interesting. We got good levels right now. So, NRA Whittington Center, uh, Raton, just outside of Raton, uh, New Mexico. Beautiful facility. I was, uh, I didn't expect it when I rolled up to the gate yesterday. And as you're coming in the gate and you look up and you see all the flags and everything, I was like, oh, this is going to be freaking heaven here. It is absolutely amazing. And I haven't been but from the gate to here, so I get to go explore later today. So introduce yourselves. I got ahead of myself, and then we'll talk about the facility and uh, everything it has to offer. Well, thank you for commenting about the Whittington Center and everything. Uh, we, we definitely enjoy it. So my name is Ashley Vodovich. I'm the program director out here at the Whittington Center. I've been a full-time employee here for 12 years, um, but I've been in my current position for the last three years. Now, I'm Greg Greason. I've been at the center for about nine. Uh, started out real small, and now I work with Ashley here as an event coordinator, as well as uh, directing other events such as shotgun and running around during silhouette matches. <laughs> You said you started off real small. What does that mean? Uh, I started out working uh, in our uh, gate reservation area there um, and just worked my way up from there. Been about to every department out here except for maintenance and operations. What's wrong with maintenance and operations? Nothing. (laughs) I'm just not a mechanic. No, smart man. You said nothing. Get the mechanics mad at you. We sure. have to uh, keep Greg away from the power tools out here as much as possible. Uh, I'm already bleeding. And <laughs> <laughs> I was just taking off his jacket. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the center. So we're here at Western Hunt Fest. Um, and this is second year Western Hunt Fest. And this is the first event for the second year. And I mean, grand freaking slam, parking lot, broken window with this place. So let's talk about Whittington Center, everything it has to offer. What is it, 33,000 and some change yes. total acres? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So we're 33,300 acres. We have uh, 23 different shooting ranges, everything from an archery range all the way up to a two-mile range. Um, we're a host facility. So we host events from local weddings and family reunions to corporate retreats. Um, things like King of Two Mile and FCSA, FCSA World Championship. So we do a little bit of everything as well as Greg here with the shotgun facility. We have um, three different sporting quays ranges. We have 17 trap fields, four skeet fields, and two five stand. Yes, uh, very heavy on shotgun, but heavy on long range, heavy on pistol, and now we're starting some more archery stuff, which, by the way, excellent, excellent stuff going on here. Oh, I, yes. I'm loving everything I see. Yeah, yeah. And, and both of you made it very clear to me that don't ask archery questions. <laughs> but 
I have a bow, but I'm also left-handed, so it's rough. <laughs> yes, it is National Rifle Association, right? It's totally understandable, right? Um, what what made you guys bring archery to the Whittington Center? Was there a need for it? There's, people were saying, hey, do you have archery there? Or was it just a matter of diversifying what was already an amazing facility with our brethren of Stricken so String? The diversity. The diversity yes, yeah. yes, definitely. We're always looking for more opportunities to expand and grow out, reach new avenues, um, bring in more people. So that's kind of what, what drew us to it. We do have uh, some of our staff members here, our executive director, Dave Kellner, one of our event coordinators, Eric Whaley, um, another event coordinator, shotgun person, Mac MacGyver, he's uh, also into archery. So we do have a lot of staff here um, that are into archery. Greg and myself were not as keen on the archery side of things, but I believe after this weekend, that's probably, probably gonna, gonna change. change. <laughs> we're all sorry. It's gonna ruin your life. Uh, start saving money you're ready to spend. Well, one of the things that I appreciated about that, right, is, is I would have never thought, talking to Jeff and Ephraim when they said the Winnington Center was an NRA facility, it's really nice to see, and it, not necessarily it's a support thing, and I get the diversity thing, but there is this line in the sand when it comes to firearms and archery and where the divides are, especially when you start talking about hunting and things like that, right? So they go, hey, the NRA Whittington Center has a freaking pretty sweet 3D range and course, you know, good up on NRA for bringing archers into that fold. Because you walk around this place right now and there's folks out here that don't, don't shotgun. They may have a handgun, but they don't, you know, there's no rifle involved in anything. They're 100% archery and maybe a sidearm for protection. So it was pretty cool to me to go, all right, good up on RNA um, to, to have this event and have the facility to do it. 33,000 plus acres is a chunk and a half of land. Is it the biggest NRA facility in the nation or close to? So actually, uh, a little bit about the, the NRA Whittington Center is we are not uh, directly associated with the NRA. Uh, we are affiliated with them. Uh, we don't receive any direct funding from them or anything like that, but of course we support them, they support us. But the Whittington Center is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we exist on donations. We're donation-based. Um, our executive director, Dave, is a fantastic fundraiser, so he goes out and does a lot of fundraising for us. Um, but what brings in our revenue, but besides fundraising, um, is the events that come in, the memberships, daily shooters, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, the NRA acquired the property back in the 60s and started developing the shooting ranges, but then they decided probably later 60s, early 70s, it was in their best interest, um, not to continue on with it, I'm not sure exactly why, but at that point, that's when we became a nonprofit organization. Um, and George Whittington continued on to build upon the facility and help make it what it is today, along with many other wonderful directors that we've had in the past, like Mike Ballou and several others. So, okay, not, I'm not just going to take credit away that I just gave, but 
credit to the Whittington Center and the 501C folks that made this facility and the diversity with archery something. <laughs> Let's just correct it right now. <laughs> but it's it just, I mean, it's an amazing facility. So you can stay on the facility. How many areas of housing and camping do you have? It's like four different areas of housing. Uh, we've done math on how many beds we have, but I can't do that right now in my head. But we have quite a few accommodations to choose from. Um, uh, as far as price ranges go, everything's real comparable. Starts at like 65 for our competitor housing, goes all the way up to about 180 for our Brownell Suites and everything in between there. The Brownell Suites are those, are they the ones over here that are kind of, what, what are the ones where it's, uh, the building's kind of laid circular and you can see the different units kind of That's the out? competitor housing. Where the hell are the Brownell Suites at then? Right. Well, is that the ones across from us? Yeah, pretty okay. much behind okay. us. Um, there's only one building, but it's kind of set up like a duplex. One family's in one room, the other group's in in the other part of it. But I mean, it's a it's a studio apartment for lack of better terms. It's very nice. <clears throat> I was impressed by those. I was like, I kind of missed the missed the boat on uh, booking accommodations. Oh, lag. Well, next year. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, so what else is on the facility? So you talked about, okay, let's talk about the, the two mile and then drop down to long range. So um, our, our, we've set our two mile range up probably about, oh, what, two years ago now, two, three, something like that. Closest target there is uh, a thousand yards. We host a variety of events out there. The, well, king of two miles actually on the thousand yard range, mm -hmm. but we have a, another group that'll go out there for the uh, Ratone Thunder, uh, 1.65 mile challenge. Um, other people can come out and rent the range for a day. It is an additional fee of $100, but that's because we have to shut down the mining facility or the old mine town ruins that are out there that people like to see for it. Um, and then getting into shorter distances, we have another range that you can't really access from the front entrance of the range. You have to go clear into town, drive down Highway 555, heading out to uh, Vermejo. And there's a little access area for stuff like our sporting rifle match. Uh, targets vary anywhere from 300 yards to about 909, as I think is uh, where Mike has it. And then we also hold the uh, PRS precision rifle series matches in that same canyon. Um, one match that I shoot is the tactical two rifle. Uh, another long range match, carry two rifles, a semi-auto platform like an AR-223 and uh, bolt action 6.5 and above and uh, start out with like a mini three gun stage and go ahead and hit some long range targets out to various distances. It's fun. <laughs> what, what about you? What are you shooting since we're talking about what we're shooting? Um, a since, since you dog the archery so so a little bit of everything to be honest with you uh, my favorite is long range I do love the long range I have a custom-built 6.5 Creedmoor rifle uh, that I also hunt with compete with um, but I'll shoot a little bit of everything I shoot a little bit of pistol I shoot um, the cowboy lever action the silhouette match and uh, I do believe that in the near future here, I'm probably going to be getting into a new hobby, you know, spend more of my paycheck, get myself a bow. And <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a whole lot of information in this, in this building and on this field right now. So definitely not a bad place to start. So what, uh, what made you guys come to the Whittington Center? Was it, you know, something just because of uh, your shooting passions or how did you get involved with it? Well, you know, something about the Whittington Center that, that I like to tell people, um, 
you get an opportunity to, as employees here, to really travel the world without ever having to leave the facility. We meet so many unique people from all over the world, like with our um, world, world, F, uh, the world uh, FCSA and all of that, we have people come from all over. So it really is a neat place to get to meet people. And you mentioned passion. Um, that is definitely something that drives us out here at the Whittington Center. We have passion, but we also love seeing the passion that other people have when they get out here. Um, and that kind of brings up, you know, you had mentioned the rifle hunters, bow hunters, and how sometimes people can get a little, oh, I'm a rifle hunter, oh, I'm a bow hunter. Our goal and purpose out here is to bring everyone together. We don't have favorites or anything like that. We're all in this together and we all need to support each other and ultimately at the end of the day we all sitting down on the top of a mountain and enjoying a sunset. It doesn't matter if we have a rifle in hand or a bow. And it's it's all like-minded people, right? Yes. It's, it's a different, you, you're walking the same road and maybe you have a different lane that you're in. Yes. Right? And, nothing wrong with staying in your lane and enjoying everybody else's as you drive by. Yeah. That's when I'll shoot anything. I, you told me that I could hunt with a, a boomerang or a bolo. <laughs> Guess what? I'm there. Right? I could care less. I could care, you know. It, it's about, like you said, it's about the people, right? Mm -hmm. Quality people, like-minded people. Yes. People that share the same passions. There's nothing better than you, right? And if you can connect with someone else on that level, it's freaking phenomenal. It's, it looks, it's starting to get a little Goosebumps. fuzzies there. Oh. It might be because they opened that door over no, there. It's a little it's, chilly. It, is cold. <laughs> no, it really does. I mean, that is one of the things that's spectacular about about anything in you know that we talked about, be it shotgun, the 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 lever gun, and the the six gun stuff. To me, is phenomenal. I love lever guns. Matter of fact, my buck last year came off of an open sight thirty thirty. I'm pretty proud of that one. There um, you go. Yeah, I love lever. We'll have but, to see pictures. Yeah, I'll show you some. Um, but there's just something about, you know, like you said, that just being with people that are as passionate as you are, mm -hmm. you know, about, it, it's the same thing. Me shooting this, right? People, you know, don't pick me apart, but it's the same, it's the same exact thing, right? It's mm -hmm. the same exact excitement when you hit that bullseye. Yes. You know, I went, my buddy Ron White, he runs uh, DR Long Range Concepts, and they're out of uh, Oklahoma, and just phenomenal people right and, and it's a long-range course and uh went out there i think it's been two years now for some training and i would you know i would say i'm a i'm a, a good marksman but at the time i was good to four or five hundred yards and you're out there and you're laying prone and you're shooting targets that are three inches at 1300 yards and you're like this is freaking right? And it just when you when you lay down, you know, get rid of the lines in the sand, so to speak, and you just go try. And you're like, I had to kind of run away from it because I was scared that the money I was going to spend was going to be, you know, it was just like, nope, sorry. That's, that's probably one reason why I, I won't be picking up a bow anytime soon. But we're definitely thinking about it. Yeah. A place. What I what I love about this place too is uh, discovering new passions because I wasn't even a shooter uh, when I came out here. I started working and just slowly developed over time it was a good it, it's a good place <clears throat> you had a bullseye on your your back with that one because you can, there's no way that that someone can be around that amount of 
basketball fun, but passion and, and people that are just pouring. You watch people come in here, and I'm sure they're just it's like they're pouring everything they have into what they're doing. Oh yeah, right behind oh, yeah. their behind that weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way that you can't get bit by that bug. There's just it's impossible. If you are, you're just you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you know what I mean? You're you're literally six feet under in cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can avoid, I don't know any shooters that that don't share that, right? Like that's their thing and they are about that thing and it just bleeds everywhere. Zeroing in and focusing all the time, effort and whatever else is involved in it for sure. <clears throat> yeah. What's uh how long did it take you to spin down the rabbit hole? Um, well, once I found out what three-gun USPSA style matches were, uh, well, I, it took about a week to acquire all the firearms, and about a, I had my buddies buy me uh, three big packages of ramen noodles <laughs> to survive on for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool, right? And then now it's something that you... Oh, live, eat, breathe, sleep, right? I mean, I'll help those up. guys and shoot it. And if I if I can't shoot it, I'll help them out whenever, wherever I can. Yeah. It's, it's just an amazing, I, it sounds cliche to a point, right? But it's an amazing lifestyle. I think we're blessed to be able to, you know, meet you guys or, you know, meet all these different people. That's yes. why I love coming to events, right? Because, you know, you can you can talk to Jason if you know him. If you don't know him, you can, you can talk to him like you do know him. Right? And there's just always this con- this constant connection. Yes. Right, and every, you can look everybody square in the eye and shake hands and feel freaking good about looking somebody square in the eye and shaking hands. Yes, like, doesn't happen across the board in life anymore, right? That you don't have those connections, we're so disconnected, and then there's not a lot of personal interaction. I shouldn't say not a lot, right? I'm, I'm generalizing and I'm broad stroking, but there's not a lot of personal action when you look at interaction when you look at social media and things like that. People are so used to doing this mm-hmm. crap all the time that it's like, do you forget how good it feels to just meet someone Sit and face shake, to face. Yeah, and yes. have a conversation yes. and just talk about the things you love? It's, it's <clears throat> crazy to me. No, I, I agree with that. Never, never has there been a time in history where we've been so connected, had the ability to be so connected, but yet disconnected. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it, That's it is, fact. It's nuts. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, thank God for this stuff. Thank God for the Whittington Center. Um, no, you know, we, places like this that that we can all come back to reality, so to speak. Yes, yeah, and and that's that's what it's about: getting out here, meeting new people, and archery is is a relatively. Um, or at least to this magnitude, it's it's new to the Whittington Center. This is by far the largest archery event that we've had out here. We've had some small local 3D matches, um, but it has been really neat to see the people that this has drawn. And everyone that I have met has been so friendly, so open to talking and sharing information. Um, so it's really been just a great experience. And, and I think I'm speaking probably on behalf of most of the Whittington Center staff. That's awesome. So that, that is, that's yeah. great. Yeah, then, no, you guys have been great. Thank you. Um, Ephraim and Jeff and their family that put this event on are top-notch people. So they attract top-notch people too, right? They do. We don't. We don't really see dirt bags. I'm probably the lowest dirt bag you'll meet. And we found you. <laughs> You're here with me. Um, so, 
where can folks learn more about the Whittington Center? How do they, who do they contact? How do they contact if they have any information yeah. or want any information, excuse me? Definitely. So we do have a website, www.nrawc.org. Um, on there, we have our, our homepage. From there, you can go anywhere. Our accommodations, the lodging, the facility, the ranges, the schedule of events that lists all the upcoming events. Um, you guys were on there. The Western Hunt Fest was on there. So we also have a Facebook page. We don't have a real big social media presence right now at this time. Um, not a lot of us are real big into social media, I have to admit. Um, but yeah, so the website is the best way. And then on there, there's contact information depending on if they're looking for lodging or maybe they want to talk to our hunt coordinator about coming out here and, and getting on a bull elk hunt or something like that. Yes. We do, yes. All encompassing. Yes, we, we are. We start uh, the 1st of October and then we'll run through December. Um, but what's kind of unique about us is the hunting that we have out here. It's actually all staff that are the guides. Um, so Eric Whaley, our hunt coordinator, he's one of the guides. Even our executive director, Dave Kellner, he will strap on a pack, get out there, whole calling bulls. Uh, they'll drag Greg and myself out there to get out there and help them out. So well, you, you we give yourself a little credit. You're one of the uh, you're one of the guides out here as well. You know. <laughs> yep. I, yeah. That's awesome. I didn't even realize that that was an option. Yeah. So what is that? That's all rifle hunts or. Yes, uh, right now, we, we haven't had any bow hunts the last probably four years or so, um, but yeah, right now, currently rifle. rifle. And we do elk, mule deer, antelope, and turkey. Is there whitetail on the property? Because it looks very whitetail-ish in some areas. So we do have some whitetail on the bordering ranch right next to us, um, and we, we have come across a couple of hybrids as well. The white tail muley uh -huh. hybrids, so cool. yeah, but we don't hunt the white tail, right. just muley. Yeah, I think I wouldn't, you know, you're driving through some of this country and you're like, there's gotta be white tail, especially on some of those river bottoms. Like, I expect to see white tail and turkey, <laughs> <laughs> but the pronghorn are crazy. I mean, I probably in the last just since yesterday evening, I've probably seen a couple hundred pronghorn, you know, on the property and then out here on the highway. And it, the ranges, people out here shooting, uh, well, as you've seen, all the people, it doesn't bother them. No. They still wander across the range. Until so. you're hunting. Until, yeah. <laughs> and that's a fact. Once it's hunting season, you barely see them anymore. Well, you got to come out and do the same thing that you do every other day, right? Come out and just enjoy yourself and nonchalant, not act like a predator. Right, yeah. <laughs> right? Drop the camels on and start acting like a predator. They're like, oh, there they are. See ya. Yeah. It's not a memo. I swear there's a memo that they get, but I don't think that it's I, happening. They kind of sit there. It's like, oh, it's October time. Uh, Jimmy didn't come back last <laughs> yeah. time. We better, uh, we better move, Mosey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all right, you guys, I appreciate the time. Uh, honored yes. to be here and talk to you guys. Thank it's been you. a pleasure. Um, and we'll be talking, you know, I'll probably sit down with you guys again, maybe tomorrow and do kind of a wrap up. Um, sure. I'm sure stuff as I meander around and, and explore, um, I'll have stuff come up and we'll, Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Anything we can help you all out with, and we're glad that you guys are here and look forward to hopefully many more. Yep, absolutely. And if anybody wants to get a hold of them, uh, I'll drop the Winnington Center info uh, in the show notes. Thank you. All right, we're doing a quick pickup while they're doing the raffle with uh, Mr. Eric Whaley, the event coordinator here at the NRA Winnington Center. Uh, thanks for sitting down, man. Well, you bet. You bet. My pleasure. So we yeah. went went through and talked to uh, 
some of the other Woodington Center folks oh, and had a really good episode, learned a lot about the center. Uh, but there's some more stuff that we may have missed. Uh, and that's my naivety. So we want to sit down and, and jump in and talk a little bit more. I think there's some youth stuff that we're doing Yeah, here. Yeah, I wanted to uh, kind of put a plug in for our youth adventure camp that we do every summer for kids 13 to 17. We do two 13-day sessions back-to-back. They come in from all over the country. We teach them the fundamentals of rifle, muzzleloader, pistol, shotgun, archery. They do some survival training, some a leadership curriculum, wildlife management, outdoor cooking class. They cook for themselves in the two-day camp out. They have to clean their cabins every morning. You know, we raise the colors and play the national anthem every morning. Our uh, motto for the camp is leadership, patriotism, and marksmanship, and we try to push it in that order. Because without the bringing up our country's youth, right, you know, we're not going to have a future for our rights that we're benefiting from today. That is a that is a rabbit hole that we could go down, and you would miss your shoot. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. So when does uh, when does camp typically kick off? Uh, time frame is usually the second week of June to the middle of July. Like this year, the the staff shows up on June sixth. They all go home the, the 9th of July. The camps are in between all of that. And what, uh, what's the amount of campers? That you guys we do 56 kids each session, total 112 per summer. But my staff, I'll run about 40 to 42 staff members, and that's including all the instructors and the counselors. So it's a pretty high ratio of some supervision. You know, we try not to let the kids run them up you know we it's pretty structured regimented we get them out of bed at 5 30 in the morning get them back to the cabins about 8 30 9 o'clock that night with activities throughout the day to where you know there's no idle time to to cut down on the mischief for sure what's uh what has been the response from the campers as they come in and as they leave oh it's i mean the, the kids that don't want to be here you know 13 days later they're crying. They don't want to they leave. leave. Yeah, you know, they, they build lifetime friendships. Uh, you know, we've ran the camp every year since 1988. And I'm actually starting to see kids of past campers. You know, those those early campers that are having kids, they thought enough of the camp then that they're sending their kids back through now. So, so talk about the importance of the three tenants um, that you mentioned of the camp. Well, the leadership foremost, you know, the, these are going to be our leaders, you know, whether it be political, business, you know, just in our community, you know, that, that strong leadership ability shows out, you know, those stronger leaders actually come back as part of our council and staff because they've set themselves apart. Patriotism, you ain't got to say it to me. But you know, <laughs> absolutely. You know, a lot of people, a lot of schools have kind of gotten away from saying the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, we're still the best country in the world. You know, we need to support and uh, our, our military and, and realize, you know, that the, the blood, sweat and tears that have been lost in this country to fight for our rights, you know, and make them appreciate what they have. And then that finally that last tenant. The, the, the marksmanship, you know, that's with our quality instructors, our certified instructors, you know, whether you're going to use it as a hunting situation or a self-defense, you know, God forbid that, you know, give the kids the confidence and the abilities to make that shot when it's necessary. 
So one of the things that I find with marksmanship, um, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's archery, if it's, you know, long range shooting or just planking, is the is the failure success conundrum. But those failures in, in for whatever reason in shooting sports tends to breed more determination. Um, and it really builds that in the folks that, that partake in it. So in my head, putting kids in front of that and having them go through that through the the, the trough you know trough and valley deal there that's huge yeah um, the, I saw my kids the, the highs and lows you know going from not being able to hit a target to hitting that mile target you know in, in just a couple of days time you know and they get up with that big smile on their face you know you can tell that they've had a big moment for them I mean, I imagine at 13 years old, that's it's a lot of pressure when you have, you know, I imagine a class, what, what are the, if they're out on the range, 15, 20 groups together at a time with an instructor or something. Yeah, we, we, we break the groups up into 14 campers per group, kind of based on age specific as they go through. So they're going through with their age peers, you know, the 13 and 14s, the older 14s and 15s. And etc. For the so there, my point was they're in the pressure cooker. Yes. Right? So for them to struggle through that and learn how to deal with that in that scenario, and then to have that success pay off, that's that's a big deal. And I think I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole, but it's the participation trophy thing. You can't do it in shooting sports. No, there is no participation trophy. We have some substantial prize packages during our awards banquet, and everything is earned. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, you look like we're about to go shoot. I'm glad we uh, caught five minutes. Yeah, yeah, we're we're so thankful for the the Western Hunt Fed to be here on the the facility. It's been a great event for us. We look forward to having them back. Yeah, can't wait to come back next year. I mean, it's and it sounds like it's on repeat, right? The record has a scratch in it. It's just an amazing facility. Yeah, I mean, from it's, the housing, thirty-three thousand three hundred acres. Yes, I mean, just you look out and you're looking at every animal you want to see. Right, just plenty of wildlife, plenty of like-minded people. Yes, Great facility. Come see us. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, we're doing a quick pickup while they're doing the raffle with uh, Mr. Eric Whaley, the event coordinator here at the NRA Whittington Center. Oh. Thanks for sitting down, uh, the, man. Well, you bet. You bet. My pleasure. So we yeah. went went through and talked to uh, some of the other Whittington Center folks okay. and had a really good episode, learned a lot about the center. Uh, but there's some more stuff that we may have missed. Uh, and that's my naivety. So we want to sit down and, and jump in and talk a little bit more. I, I think there's some youth stuff that we're doing yeah, here. Yeah, I wanted to uh, kind of put a plug in for our youth adventure camp that we do every summer for kids 13 to 17. We do two 13-day sessions back-to-back. -back. They come in from all over the country. We teach them the fundamentals of rifle, muzzleloader, pistol, shotgun, archery. They do some survival training, some a leadership curriculum, wildlife management, outdoor cooking class. They cook for themselves in the two-day camp out. They have to clean their cabins every morning. You know, we raise the colors and play the national anthem every morning. Our uh, motto for the camp is leadership, patriotism, and marksmanship, and we try to push it in that order. Because without the bringing up our country's youth, right, you know, we're not going to have a future for our rights that we're benefiting from today. That is a that is a rabbit hole that we could go down, and you would miss your shoot. Right, right, absolutely. So when does uh, when does camp typically kick off? Uh, time frame is usually the second week of June to the middle of July. Like this year, the the staff shows up on June sixth. 
they all go home the, the 9th of July. The camps are in between all of that. And then what, uh, what's the amount of campers? We do 56 kids each session, total 112 per summer. But my staff, I'll run about 40 to 42 staff members, and that's including all the instructors and the counselors. So it's a pretty high ratio of some supervision. You know, we try not to let the kids run them up you know we it's pretty structured regimented we get them out of bed at 5 30 in the morning get them back to the cabins about 8 30 9 o'clock that night with activities throughout the day to where you know there's no idle time to to cut down on the mischief for sure what's uh what has been the response from the campers as they come in Oh, uh, it's, I mean, the, the kids that don't want to be here, you know, 13 days later, they're crying. They don't want to leave. leave yeah. You know, they, they build lifetime friendships. Uh, you know, we've ran the camp every year since 1988, and I'm actually starting to see kids of past campers. You know, those those early campers that were having kids, they thought enough of the camp then that they're sending their kids back through now. So so talk about the importance of the three tenants um, that you mentioned of the camp. Well, the leadership foremost, you know, the, these are going to be our leaders, you know, whether it be political, business, you know, just in our community, you know, that, that strong leadership ability shows out. You know, those stronger leaders actually come back as part of our council staff because they've set themselves apart. Patriotism, you ain't got to say it to me. But you know, <laughs> absolutely. You know, a lot of people, a lot of schools have kind of gotten away from saying the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, we're still the best country in the world. You know, we need to support and uh, our our military and, and realize, you know, that the, the blood sweat and tears that have been lost in this country to fight for our rights you know and make them appreciate what they have and then that finally that last tenant the 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 marksmanship you know that's with our quality instructors our certified instructors you know whether you're going to use it as a hunting situation or a self-defense you know god forbid that you know give the kids the confidence and the abilities to make that shot when it's necessary. So one of the things that I find with marksmanship, um, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's archery, if it's, you know, long range shooting or just blanking, is the is the failure success conundrum. But those failures in, in for whatever reason, in shooting sports tends to breed more determination. Um, and it really builds that in the folks that, that partake in it. So in my head, putting kids in front of that and having them go through that, through the, the, the trough, you know, trough and valley deal there, that's huge. Yeah, um, I saw my kids. The, the highs and lows, you know, going from not being able to hit a target to hitting that mile target, you know, in, in just a couple of days time, you know, and they get up with that big smile on their face. You know, you can tell that they've had a big moment for them. I mean, I imagine at 13 years old, that's it's a lot of pressure when you have, you know, I imagine a class, what, what are the, if they're out on the range, 15, 20 people together at a time with an instructor or something. Yeah, we, we, we break the groups up into 14 campers per group, kind of based on age specific as they go through. So they're going through with their age peers, you know, the 13 and 14s, the older 14s and 15s, 
and etc. For the so there, my point was they're in the pressure cooker. Yes. Right? So for them to struggle through that and learn how to deal with that in that scenario, and then to have that success pay off, that's a, that's a big deal. And I think I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole, but it's the participation trophy thing. You can't do it in shooting sports. No, there is no participation trophy. We have some substantial prize packages during our awards banquet. And everything is earned. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, you look like you're about to go shoot. I'm glad we uh, caught five minutes. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're so thankful for the, the Western Hunt Fed to be here on the, the facility. It's been a great event for us. We look forward to having them back. Yeah, I can't wait to come back next year. I mean, it's, and it sounds like it's on repeat, right? The record has a scratch in it. It's just an amazing facility. Yeah. I mean, from the housing, 33,300 acres? Yes. I mean, just, you look out and you're looking at every animal you want to see. Right, just plenty of wildlife, plenty of like-minded people. Yes, Great facility, come see us. All right, thank you. Thank you.